0: gosh you guys it's finally here the first episode of meet my mom with jenna carley i am so excited about this conversation because it is with one of my favorite comedians in the world tim murray and his very cool very lovely mom susan if you don't know who tim murray is yet i am so extra excited because you are about to fall in love my friend tim is hilarious i am an enormous fan And this conversation you're about to hear is heartwarming and honest and so, so funny. So, without further ado, here is Tim Murray and his very cool, very lovely mom, Susan.
1: Hello. Meet my mom.
0: She thinks I'm pretty funny. She might not get all of my jokes. Okay, so we are here with Tim Murray. Hello. Hello. I'm very excited because um, we know each other already and we're friends, but really it went more for me from acquaintance to super fan of your work. And so I'm excited to sit down and talk to you today to actually get to know you better as a person.
1: I love that so much because (laughs) we met when we were 19, Mm -hmm. so we've known each other for a while now. Yeah. But... You were one of those people where I met and we just clicked immediately, even though we were acquaintances and internet friends for such a long time. Mm -hmm. But I remember meeting you and being like, oh, dang, she's so cool. I felt the same way. I want to be friends with her. I felt the same way.
0: Um, okay, so you are a very talented comedian and actor and singer and writer and creator of so many things. And
1: model. I know. I, you know it's so
0: funny? Please don't leave that one out. His Instagram says model, model, model after all the other things he is, and I almost said that today, but then I was like, no, they'll see it when they go to his Instagram, but no, now you know. Um, okay, so... I would like to start with like how you would describe your career and then we'll work back a little bit into like how you grew up. But right now, like what would you say say about your career and like what you're doing out here in
1: L.A.? Uh, bad. (laughs) (laughs) I would describe my career as bad. That's insane. Which has been uh, a good thing, actually, because I, I feel like I've always been like, and maybe everybody feels like this, but you tell me if you feel like this, but like pushing A boulder up a hill. And the boulder just keeps rolling back on you and you just keep falling down, back down the mountain, and you're like, do I even want to do this anymore? Should I just like live on flat land for the rest of my life and be bored but semi-content?
0: Well, it's funny. I think everyone does feel that way, but you seem like someone who has more energy and like drive than anyone I know. And so I just feel like you are like Superman pushing boulders. Oh, thank you. That is very nice.
1: I I will give myself that credit, I do have more drive than I think pretty much anyone I've ever met, yeah. for better or for worse. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think every time I get handed like a low blow or something that doesn't work out in my favor, I think I do sort of turn that uh uh, energy, Captain Captain Marvel. It into. Uh, I haven't seen Captain Marvel. I just assume that's what about. <laughs> Neither am I. We don't know. <laughs> but we are thrilled to support women in stu- in big studio films. Of course. I, like you know what I mean. Like uh anytime something didn't work out in my favor, I was like, okay. I took it. I' such a sensitive person, which
0: that's crazy. Leads to me. me to my I mom. I just don't believe you.
1: Why? You don't think I'm a sensitive person? No. That's that's crazy to me, but really? I, I I think most people probably wouldn't guess that because I'm so ridiculous and silly. Yeah,
0: because I feel like you find the funny and everything, and you you mm. seem so lighthearted about stuff. You don't seem like you definitely seem emotionally available, but you, I wouldn't think of you as an overly emotional person. And that's how I sort of think of sensitive people. I see you as like I don't know in in control of whatever is going on because you are the one like making everyone laugh or like you are the one coming up with the funniest thing or I guess that's why a lot of people get into comedy, but
1: yeah, no, I think you're right. And I I like that you see me that way, but I think that I have, uh, formed that personality for myself, Mm -hmm. which again, bringing it back to my mom, I think has a lot to do with her always being the most popular person in my town. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, my mom is, <sighs> in every way, uh, the mayor of everything.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like she, this is going to be great. She
1: is, like, a full, I always joke, uh, I should wait to say this in front of her face, because I think she'll get a kick out of it, but I I have a joke in my new set about her, that she is, um, like, a great Gatsby socialite, but only at Ruby Tuesday locations oh in God. northern Ohio. <laughs> Like she just is that person where if we're in my hometown, you cannot go to any restaurant in the town. Not that small of a town, like 33,000 people. Yeah, Uh, You cannot go to a restaurant anywhere in the vicinity of the town without at least three of the tables getting up from their table where they're eating, walking over to my mom and being like, how Susan, how are you? And so I think I really um, took that energy and was like, I need to learn how to adapt in this way. I am secretly a super introvert and I mask myself as a super extrovert. Because she is majorly an extrovert.
0: Wow. You know, that actually makes sense to me, too, that that you would consider yourself an introvert because I think it takes a certain introverted deep thinking to come up with some of the genius that you put out there. Uh, thank
1: you, you very much. I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, okay. That's very nice. We have to do the part with just you in pretty quick because the majority of this is going to be with your mom. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to move on a little bit. And, um start out with sort of where you were born. I know you're from Ohio, but um, where you were born, what your parents do, and sort of your birth order. So paint the picture of your childhood for us.
1: Oh, great. Uh, I was born in Sandusky, Ohio, which, like I said, is uh, like 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with Ohio, it's exactly what you're thinking, um, except maybe less cornfields. <laughs> we grew up on the lake. Uh, and oh. yeah. Um, very like close- on the lake? On the lake. yeah, Like uh, lake areas. So I grew up right next to the theme park that Cedar Point is like one of the biggest amusement parks in the world. And uh, we grew up right there. It was like sort of uh, just down the street from us always. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which was really so cool. And I have an older brother and sister who are six and eight years older than me. Um, so it was very close to my parents always uh-huh. growing up. Um, my dad is the youngest of eight. My mom, the youngest of three. Okay. So they're both the babies of the family oh, and I'm wow. the baby. So I am very close to both of them. Yeah. They're both super, super fun um, and awesome people. And they raised me right. And... Now here I am.
0: Okay. How did you start uh, performing? So you grew up around a theme park. Um, So
1: they'll tell you I used to take all my clothes off and (laughs) run around the house completely butt naked. At what
0: age? What are we talking? Four. Okay.
1: Screaming, uh, scream, singing, opera. (laughs) <laughs> they would call me opera man.
0: Did you know any opera or nope. you were just, it sounded like opera, whatever you came up with that you were doing. It
1: was basically just like, ah, <laughs> but like, yeah, not, I did not know any opera, but it was just like, you know, whatever I'd seen. in I don't know, like, some like TV show or something. Or something yeah. yeah, Looney Tunes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then when I was five, they took me to see Camelot in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And then I was like obsessed.
0: At five, you were obsessed with Camelot. Yeah,
1: I still remember it.
0: I haven't seen Camelot, but to me, that's a boor- one of the more boring musicals. Totally. Is that
1: accurate? <laughs> so boring. But that's <laughs> okay. how obsessed I was just with like the idea of performance and yeah. theater and people putting on fancy clothes and singing. Okay. So yeah. then how
0: did you start doing it?
1: I waited a long time. Like, I didn't really... My freshman year of high school, I did the musical, like, in the ensemble. Um, Which was? South Pacific. Okay. Were uh, you a CB? A what?
0: What don't they call the... <laughs> <laughs> Don't they call the like ensemble men the Cbs in that show? Oh
1: sure, I, yeah. I was. That. I don't know. Okay. I was a Cb. I guess <laughs> I, I clearly don't remember it very well. <laughs> all right. So I did that, and I will never forget. Uh, during "There's Nothing Like a Dame," there there's forty five boys on stage, uh-huh. and at the end, we all had to like make a big pose. And Mr. Albert, the choir teacher, was like, "Everyone, look at Tim Murray. Look at him. Look the way he's smiling." And I was doing like this gross, like uh, kitty home side smirk, oh and uh he he was like that's exact i want you to give me some big choice like that and i remember him saying that to me and me being like wow well, i guess i got it <laughs> <That's incredible. laughs> i guess i'm amazing at this i have
0: it
1: i have it but i wanted to do it always from a very very young age and i Never did. I think honestly, this is a little fucked up. But oh, can I custom? Yeah, on here?
0: everyone asks that. Yes, you can. Um, please, especially it's moms, please do. Yeah. Moms I, are people. Moms are just people. Moms
1: are people. Yeah. They curse. Yeah. They if they you've you've pricked them, do they not bleed? Exactly. <laughs> hey, Cut that out. <laughs> <Wow. I> won't. <laughs> Amazing. I yeah. So I always wanted to do it, but I think uh, didn't because I didn't want people to know I was gay. And so uh,
0: before before you were in South Pacific, you didn't want to get into it because you didn't want people to think you were gay. I think
1: that was a big part of it. Yeah. Of not doing it because Carrie Brady, my little best friend from like K through eight, Mm -hmm. she always did the community theater shows and she would always tell me about them on the bus. And I know I would like loved that and wanted to be a part of it. And then in the third, I was obsessed with synchronized swimming. Because I was on the swim team. Mm -hmm. And so after swim team was over, all my girlfriends from the swim team would stay and do synchro. And I wanted to do synchro so bad, and they were doing West Side Story.
0: Uh huh. first I saw the wait, they music. were doing West Side Story in the pool. Uh-huh. And, okay, got it. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. It says it's bizarre <laughs> as you're thinking. <laughs> they were doing West Ohio. Side Story. Uh, yeah, and I was obsessed. And I, the year before, that was Sound of Music. So my parents showed me the movie Sound of Music, and became again, obsessed again in that. the pool. Sound of Music again okay. in the pool. Got sound, it. sound of Music, like ballet legs. How do you solve a problem like Maria?
0: And it's just the songs, or they do the scenes too.
1: It's just just the songs, but it's the full CD. They play okay. the whole CD. Got it. So if there's little dialogue, or little scenes in between, you get to get up on the deck of the pool and act those out. But you don't mouth the words or anything like a drag queen. Okay. You have like a pinched nose like this <laughs> with your little like nose, nose blocker yeah uh-huh. and you were just sort of um miming physically what's <laughs> happening so, <laughs> so your when, mouth doesn't move your mouth doesn't move just. so when tony dies at the end maria a, <laughs> uh a blonde girl oh, no. would point at uh chino another blonde girl and and it would be like don't you touch him and she would just be smiling ear to ear not making any mouth movement <laughs> and it was incredible and oh so then God. during that I really wanted to do synchro so I choreographed after Sound of Music was over I knew West Side Story was the next year So, Wait, I,
0: how old are you at this point?
1: Um, third grade
0: oh my gosh yeah. okay way younger than way I younger okay okay
1: so like third grade I choreographed
0: do third graders even know how to swim that well yet?
1: Honey, yeah I think they do Okay. yeah I guess they do swimming culture was like pretty big You know, I was like, I said, we lived on the lake. Swimming culture. (laughs) culture. (laughs) I don't even know what that means.
0: Swimming culture was... (laughs) Swimming culture. Okay, got it. But everyone was was a a swimmer.
1: Uh, Everyone was a good swimmer because we were all on the swim team. At like five years old, you joined. And then, so I choreographed a number in the pool to Uh when you're a jet. Okay. And wait,
0: this is for that production of West Side Story. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: I choreographed a number for it, but like months before they were even doing the show as a third grader, as a third grader, Wow! me and two other boys. I had the three of us do it, learn the whole thing. I taught them all the choreo. And then when it came time to do the show, I dropped out because I was so scared (gasps) and they both ended up doing it.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they
1: were like the first two boys to do synchro at the, at the uh, swim club
0: Whoa. So wait, were you scared because of just performing in general because you hadn't really performed yet? Or was no. this also tied into not wanting th- people to think you were gay?
1: For sure that.
0: Wow. In third grade.
1: I, yeah, I was so aware. I've been aware of since I was like, this is unusual, I think, for gay people. I think most people figure it out around like puberty. Uh-huh. But I knew at like age five. Wow. Okay. I didn't have the word for it, but like I knew I wanted to kiss boys. Okay. And uh, so I choreographed that whole number and then... I really remember being like, if I do, at, at least, if not the gay thing, at least I knew people would call me gay. You know okay, I, mean? yeah, like, yeah. I was like, people will make fun of me Yeah, if I do this, yeah. if I do this sport that's only girls.
0: Even though you had already taken the time to choreograph it and <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But choreograph it like in private. Okay. You, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the pool, sure, we would do it. And then I'm sure a couple of people made fun of me. And then and I was that, like, fuck this, I'm out. Right, okay. I cannot do this in front of an entire auditorium full of, a auditorium full <laughs> of parents <laughs> and teenagers. Yeah. Okay. So it took me, long story short, it took me a long time to get into it. And then junior year of high school was when I, I finally started doing the drama club show. So not just the musical that, because it was fine to do the musical, like straight guys did the musical. Yeah. Like there was a huge deal yeah. in high school. I'm sure it was for you too. I feel yeah. like musicals are like sort of accepted as kind of a cool, fun community thing to do.
0: I think it depends on the high
1: school. Yeah, it to be depends honest. on where you're at. Yeah. But the drama club, that was like only a few kids did that. And that was like the plays, mm-hmm. like the serious plays. And So the so plays
0: were gay. The musicals were not. we not. I got it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. My, my, all the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I started really getting into it. Okay. Junior year of high school.
0: And then you went on to. And study it in college
1: mm-hmm. I originally wasn't going to because I again was just kind of like scared and didn't know if I could make a career out of it that's and pretty late
0: to start and then go to college for right that
1: right it was too late I didn't audition for any programs or anything like that uh-huh. I was like I'm gonna go to school for journalism and then oh. and I did I and didn't know that
0: wait so tell so you where'd you go
1: I went to University of Miami Florida
0: Right. Okay. And I applied
1: to all my other schools for journalism programs. And for University of Miami, I think I hit like undeclared or BA theater or something. Gotcha. And I was like, I'll figure it out when I get there. And then I did do the BA in theater for the first year. And at the Mm -hmm. end of that year, I auditioned for the conservatory program to do a BFA in acting. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Okay. That all makes sense then. Um, and
1: then they kicked me out of senior showcase and didn't let me get my BFA. And that sort of bleeds into the whole me being very, very driven and wanting to turn, uh, no's into yeses. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So wait, so then really quick, that happens to you Mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm going to move to New York after college Mm -hmm. anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and and then and then what?
1: And then like six years of just trying to prove to my program that I was a good musical theater performer, wow. <laughs> rather than going for what I really want to do. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: And then, but then, when did you kind of come to that conclusion that you wanted to like be making your do own work and do and, comedy? Yeah.
1: Uh, I start. I, I mean, I've always been writing since I was little. Like since I was like, I wrote like a full feature length horror movie script when I was like 12. Wow. Yeah. And I always, I always wanted to write. I always knew writing would be a big part of it. Uh, so then when I was like auditioning for all these fucking stupid non-union musical theater auditions and sitting around with 300 other people all day, I was yep. like, there's gotta be a better way. Yeah. And I had all, I've always been like writing down ideas and com- I'd, I'd been writing stand. I also did stand up like in fourth grade at the talent show. Oh my god. And then when I was like 15 at the talent show and then when I was 19, someone broke into my car and, um, took my book bag, which had my computer <gasps> and my book of jokes. Like, you know, no. it was like bring around like a, now we use our phones, but a little book of jokes that for things that I've been writing down since I was like 13.
0: Oh, Tim, that devastates me. Yeah. So I'm I was like, so I can't sorry. do this anymore.
1: Yeah. And so then I just went full whole hog into musical theater. Oh, Wow. Yeah.
0: Wait, because your jokes were stolen, that's what made you go into musical theater? And then I, eventually you came out of musical theater and went back to comedy?
1: I think that was a big part of it. Yeah, I think I was like, I mean, I always loved musical theater. So obviously that was a huge thing. But mm-hmm. I, I think, think I just kind of like took it as a sign from the universe. And it was just too heartbreaking to like keep writing stuff. Yeah, that really I was like, is. It's gone. It's all gone. That really is. Yeah.
0: Well... Okay, let's, let's get your mom in here. Okay, Um, But first I want you to tell me, you already did a little bit, but just tell me what she's like. So we know that she's the mayor of your hometown, Mm -hmm. (laughs) at least socially. What else? Um, How would you describe her to someone that's never met her besides that?
1: Very fun. I would describe both of my parents as like, really, people are always like, oh, your parents are coming into town. Is that going to be like Mm -hmm. annoying? Or is that going to be like uh, tough to deal with? I'm like, no. They're like, when you hang out with my parents, they are like the life of the party. I love that. You get the sense that they were like very cool in college (laughs) and um, that they just, they love a good time. They're like fun loving, really fun people.
0: Okay. I'm so excited then. Um, Well then, without further ado, will you say meet my mom?
1: Everyone, meet my mom. (laughs)
0: Let's get her in here.
1: Going whenever you're ready.
0: OK, we're here with Tim's mom, Susan. I'm so delighted to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Jenna. You're welcome. It's great to be here. So um, one thing to keep in mind, I'm going to be uh, asking some questions for Susan about Tim Tim feel free to chime in and elaborate as much as you want but um, when I ask you a question Tim try not to answer for her sometimes people like to do that and it's about you but I'm asking your mom mostly oh
1: okay good to know
0: (laughs) but um, feel free to chime in I'm just saying initially I want to hear her her take first okay got it got it I'm
1: in got it this (laughs) feels like a game show
2: (laughs) I'm gonna win (laughs)
0: okay so Susan first question in your own words what does Tim do like if you were to describe it to friends
2: oh oh Tim um he writes a lot Mm -hmm. in LA he's doing a lot of writing Mm -hmm. and he writes comedy he does stand-up and he writes plays and movies and he auditions that's all accurate,
0: Tim. You can speak. I'm just <laughs> giving her a thumbs up. He's giving
1: her a thumbs like, good up. Good job, mom. I feel like we're on Family Feud. I'm like, yeah, good answer, good answer. I think I, I,
0: f- I came down too hard on you. You're totally allowed to
1: talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard. You just gave my mom a hardball question. Yeah, I know because
0: it's a it's a tricky one for a lot. I think you answered it really well. Yeah, how do you that, feel? You about answered
1: that very well. Did she? I sometimes don't know how to tell. You asked me that at the start of the pod, and I was like. What do I even say?
0: Yeah, it's hard. I have a hard time answering it. Too, yeah, you're so I you're also a
1: multi hyphenate. Uh-huh. And performer. I always wonder,
0: like, how my parents would answer that question, and that's if I would question. if I would like the way that they answered the question. So no. I yeah. think you should feel really happy.
1: I'm about pleased. That. I'm very pleased.
0: Um, that was all good accurate. Good start. <laughs> um, how did you come up with Tim's name, and or what other names did you consider? Mm. Oh,
2: that's a that's a good question. Um. Tim is the third child of our family, mm-hmm. and his father's name is John Timothy, mm-hmm. and his brother's name is John Timothy <laughs> Jr., oh, my and gosh. my husband was raised as Timmy. They want to name Timmy, and the nuns wouldn't let the parents name him Timmy because it wasn't a real saint or something. So they named him John Timothy, oh called him Timmy at home, John at school. So as we grew up as Timmy until age 11, he came home, and he said, "I'm not. you can't call me that anymore. Everybody in school calls me John. You just have to change it to John. Oh so when gosh. we were having our children, he said, well, everybody in my family names kid after them, but we'll we'll name our other son John Timothy, and we'll call him Tim. Didn't look like a Tim. He looked like a John, so we called him John. Then we were expecting Tim, and he said, well, I still don't have a Tim. I want Timmy. Oh. <laughs> and his middle name is after my dad. Timothy Raymond is his name. Oh, Timothy Raymond.
1: Will you, can I interrupt? Will you <laughs> tell the Raymond story? Sure.
2: So my father's name is Raymond, mm-hmm. and my brother's name is Raymond. And Tim, oh, and Is his, that confusing? No. Okay. Ray and Ray Ray. Got it. <laughs> but um, one day- Tim and his friends brought him um, a friend from school named Raymond Seiler. And I know the guy's dad. His name is Bernie. And I was Uh like, look at Tim. I'm like, who names your kid Raymond?
1: (laughs) I was like you that's did
2: so...
1: that's my name that's my middle name but I
2: that just, is so funny it seems such an unusual name to me I'm like, where did they come up with Raymond for their kid
0: that's so crazy that reminds me of one of my, my husband's best friend who was the best man in our wedding looked me in the eye one time we were talking about names we didn't like and he goes you know what name I really don't like Jen right to my face <laughs> <laughs> he completely forgot that that was like...
1: <laughs> just one of those things
0: <laughs> just thought he had to say it it's so funny I'm like what do I do with that Hilarious. That was before. It. He still was allowed to be best man in her wedding. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Wow. Okay, so a lot of family names. So you were never going to be anything but Tim, it sounds uh,
1: like. but if I was yeah. a girl, I was going to be I don't know. Kathy. Oh, really? Yeah, that's my mom's that
2: name. That's my sister's name. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said I like that name. But I listened
0: to your, your podcast oh, episode. No.
1: <laughs> so basically I've done <laughs> that to you already. on my podcast episode. I said I really don't like the name Kathy.
0: <laughs> and I almost texted you furious because my mom's name is Kathy and I love her so much. Oh, but. My God. <laughs> Kathy with a C? Kathy with a K. Shit. Kathy with no, a K. No, you said Kathy with a K was better on your
1: podcast. Oh, wait, it is. It is. And I do mean that. <laughs> Kathy with a C is like Kathy the comic. It's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tim has a, a hilarious podcast called Slumber Party um, that is s- so much fun. Yes. And, and But I'm anyway, not supposed that's what know we're about referring it, to. Too.
1: Yes, please I'm not listen. supposed
0: to know about it. Oh, wait. i mean.
1: So she's a lot to know about it, but you're not. I don't want her to listen to it because there's a lot of um, yeah. sexual stories.
0: I was actually wondering about that. I was I was going to ask like <laughs> what your rules are with your parents about that.
1: I I let you see all my plays and yes. uh, let you. <laughs> I let you come to my plays, <laughs> but and I I, I open myself with to whatever, but. Um, why am I going to quote Lena Dunham right now? But I'm going to. Lena Dunham's mom <laughs> said something about girls where she was just like, I mean, I think it's great, but I don't think anyone just like who's making great art is doing it for their parents. It's like making oh, yeah. something that is like mm. something that they really want their parents to watch, especially if it's like a, about your sex life. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right? Like mostly especially. if it's about your sex life, that, and not the Summer Party is entirely that, but it's a big no. Yeah, part of it's it. a big part of it. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I think that's great. Yeah.
1: So I just told them they they could skip that one.
0: I think you probably should. That's for the best. Yeah. That's it works for me. <laughs> that's really
1: good. <laughs> You're like that way. I don't have to listen to any more podcasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. Okay. So tell me what what Tim was like as a kid. How would you describe him? And if you prepared any
2: stories, you want to share about his oh, well,
0: his childhood or Tim was up.
2: Uh, he was always very funny, always very happy very happy running around he ran around singing all the time singing and wearing scarves and lots o- of opera singing naked naked <laughs> naked mostly but with a scarf here or there or a, uh, what else do we say you had dad said you oh you had capes a lot you like to wear a cape oh, when you are Oh yeah, around yeah.
1: um
2: he was happy sang a lot he was singing and um, his brother and sister are older Always mm-hmm. yelling at him, always telling him to stop. Everybody's telling him to shut up. So then he goes to high school and gets into choir and you know the, the keynotes singers and he just loves it and. Every- First week of school, he decides he's going to try out for a solo in mm-hmm. choir. <laughs> and he comes home. He's just devastated. Why didn't anybody around here ever tell me I can't sing? What? <laughs> it's true. We're like, well, constantly, everybody was always telling you to shut up. I don't know why you didn't get that. Oh, my gosh. But then he learned to sing. <laughs> had a great choir teacher and it all went really well. Been,
0: wait, wait, how old was he when that happened? High school. Say? 14, High school. 14. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah.
2: Anything else any other stories? Um that's that's a good one. famous pretending you're ice skating all the time or Baywatch. What's Playing Baywatch? Baywatch with Emmy, you know the show Baywatch? Yeah, of course. He was a little he and his friend were a little obsessed with it. <laughs> and they would a little <laughs> tie jump ropes around pillows, and that would oh, be their yeah. life. Those would be their life preservers. And apparently, they decided to do it up in my bedroom one day, and I had a four poster bed, uh-huh. and they I don't know somehow threw the threw the rope or threw the life preserver off the bed, and decided to swing from the four poster bed, and of course it broke. Oh
0: my god! They didn't
2: tell me. They just you know like kind of put it back. We together were saving and left. lives. <laughs> we were saving lives, and I blamed his dear dear friend Emmy for. All those years, since, because, since you were about seven.
1: Because I told you she did it. You did it. You told me that. I yeah, I told and her it was her. It wasn't mostly it was her.
2: her
0: fault, or no?
1: It was one I remember the moment vividly. It was one hundred percent me. I was a I was a chubby child. Okay. And I swung off of it and broke it right off, oh and then Emmy no. and I literally just placed it a huge bedpost, oh just no. placed it back on the bed, and we were like, let's just never speak. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it wasn't until her wedding two years ago that I found out. I, I really always thought, oh, she's a little bit of a troublemaker, that Emmy.
1: Oh, she does things gosh. like
2: that. And she would Breaks say that to bed. me, and
1: I'd be like, I know. I know she's bad. <laughs> Tim. For years, I let her think it was Emmy. That's
2: and she's such hilarious. a lovely, lovely woman. I yeah, feel another terrible. Very close.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: wow. That's hilarious. Okay, so you were running around. Everyone's telling you to stop singing all the time. What what would you describe as um, Tim's role in your family? Like, even now, like, is he more of a, like, peacekeeper? Is he the comedian at home? Or is he different around you guys than he is around other people? He,
2: everybody in our house thinks they're a comedian. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Possible exception of his sister. Yeah. yeah. The boys are always trying to outsmart each other. But he's definitely, yeah, the peacemaker, the happy one.
0: What did you think he was going to be when he grew up, when he was little? Did you ever, like, have oh, any Gosh, good ideas?
2: question. Mm-mm. No. Um, It's just been so long that he's been performing. He did say he was going to go to um, journalism school. I think he was afraid to tell us he was going to theater school. Oh, really? So every single school that he plotted it all out, he had all these organizational notebooks and stuff. Everything always had to have a journalism school before he would go look at it. Oh, wow. And it was just really a ruse. He just always wanted to go into acting (laughs) and didn't want to tell us.
0: Wow. Why do you think he didn't want to tell you? was frivolous I think yeah it
2: was too frivolous is that what you thought didn't think we'd approve
1: yeah and I think there was a huge part of it that uh didn't want to admit it to myself either you know I didn't I didn't want to tell you guys and I didn't I I remember telling my best friends like oh it would be really cool if I could go do that but I mean you know we were in Ohio no we didn't know anyone who Actually, did that for a living. Yeah. So no,
0: it wasn't like did your friends around you were any of them going off to do theater c- programs in college or?
1: Only one kid that I did um, mm. s- that I did shows with, Jake Whitman, yeah. and he auditioned at like a bunch of programs. Incredible dancer, like yeah. danced from age three to eighteen when he was like really really good, mm-hmm. and he didn't get into any of his schools. I don't think they auditioned at.
0: He's same grade as you.
1: He was a year older than me. So you watched him go through So I watched that. that happen and I was like, well, if he's not getting in anywhere. And he was like, he was the lead in all the musicals. And I was always like the, you know, com- the comedy character. Yeah. But he was like the lead. So I was like, and he could really sing and really dance. So I was like, well, if he, he if he's not getting it anywhere, that's clearly not going to happen for me. And there was always this social thing of like trying to be the coolest person. Uh-huh. It's always been a big thing for me. Um, uh-huh. And I think I didn't want... Anyone to think like, oh, you're doing that? Like, you're trying to do that? That's not going to work out. Like, it was it's just too, v- of, too vulnerable of yeah. a
0: dream to share? Yeah. Oh, wow. Even
1: with you guys, I think. Yeah. yeah.
2: Apparently.
0: But did you feel... Okay, so once you did tell them that that's what you wanted to do, how, how did that go over for you guys?
1: Do you want to take this? No, you go. <laughs> you go. That's what um, you think. It was great. Yeah. It was really great. They're so supportive always been really supportive. I think that's probably a big reason why you can't think of what I wanted to be when I was little because they never put anything on Mm -hmm. me. There was never like uh, I remember in uh, the 7th grade my 7th grade teacher was yelling at me in school and was like telling me that I was going to do what my dad did and like go into my dad's business. What does
0: your dad do? He's a lawyer. Oh, okay. I
1: I I don't think I said that. And Then I came home and told my dad and he was like you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do you mm. you do whatever you want to do and it was like a big formative moment for me of being like and my mom too was always very supportive in that way of like you can do anything you can do anything you set your mind to that you want to do which i'm very i'm aware that i'm very unusual and very fortunate yeah. and lucky to have parents yeah, like you guys lucky.
0: was that was that something that you were really intentional about about wanting to make him feel like he could do anything or oh sure yeah yeah, you knew that you were like definitely trying to instill that it wasn't um,
2: just random that it, that yeah, it worked. Right. right? Yeah, we wanted them all to pick whatever they wanted to do.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. That is really lucky. Not everybody um, has that for sure.
1: i to say most people don't.
0: Yeah,
2: have that. Mm-hmm. Really, I find that so interesting. Like we talked about recently about other people deciding for other people. It's your life, not our life. Yeah. You you can get to decide.
0: Well, I think that speaks highly of of you guys because you you obviously are secure enough with your own life and your own selves that you don't need, Tim, to live out any, like, you know, expectations of what you hoped your life would be. Yeah. Yeah, That's... Great.
1: At the modeling school, child modeling <laughs> school, where I teach acting, I certainly see the oh opposite gosh. of that all day long. I
0: can't believe I forgot to mention that at the top. Wait, will you just say that one more
1: time so everyone... My side hustle, uh, <laughs> one of my many side hustles, I teach acting to child models. <laughs> Children from age four to age 18. It's
0: funny every time. <laughs> it
1: is, uh, it's scary to me that I'm now entering this phase of it where I... Don't think it's funny anymore. Like it's becoming so normalized oh. that I'm there every I'm there every weekend. That I'm like, oh, this is I'm, yeah. I'm not even I'm not like writing down ideas of, of crazy shit parents or kids say anymore. I'm it's just a job now. <laughs> I'm like, oh it. no, you can't be t- I, like the other day. I was just like <laughs> teaching the runway to a six year old and like teaching poses, and I was like, oh, you're th- not even you're not even <laughs> clocking how weird this is anymore. Oh to you, this God. is just this, this is waiting tables.
0: That's. So funny! It's crazy. Wait, what? So, tell me about your qualifications to teach <laughs> runway walking to just a lot of what?
1: <laughs> no, none. America's Next Model. No qualifications. <laughs> I've never e- done any kind of modeling in my life. I walked into a interview. I, I'm very qualified to teach acting. Yeah. I went to like an acting conservatory, and uh, one thing I will give for Miami, other than uh, the negative thing I said earlier about them, yeah kicking me out of showcase and keeping me from getting my pfa was they were a really great school for preparing this is kind of shady too i guess to say but for preparing students to be teachers one day like it was very much like uh no one was allowed to give notes in class until they learned how to say it in a constructive way that wasn't directing but was teaching that was it was really great um yeah. do will make you a better
0: collaborator with anybody. Yeah,
1: that's very true. They, the whole the whole basis of the program was how can you be a, a collaborative, good artist and well-rounded artist, which I think has been problematic for most of us working professionally in this business. Cause it was like, well, no, we need to learn how, like if you're a musical theater conservatory, we need to learn to dance Mm -hmm. and we need to learn to sing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and they weren't super focused on that, but they did make us very good, um, actors and very good acting teachers. So I went in there being like very confidently being like, you need to hire me. I'm going to be a great acting teacher. And my boss was like, um, Well, and what about modeling? Would you teach modeling? And I was like, no. And she was like, yeah, but you probably could. And I was like, no, I really can't. I don't know anything about that. And she looked at me and she went, yeah, but you probably could. Oh, my god. And then it just is, you know, I don't teach teach like a singular modeling class. I teach Uh acting classes. But sometimes there's like modeling added into the curriculum where I have to like teach poses. And I just make it up.
0: That is so hilarious it's wild (laughs) I love it so much
1: it's really wild
0: um okay well okay so speaking of you not wanting your parents to listen to your podcast Mm -hmm. I'm wondering well actually first Susan can you think of your favorite of Tim's work or your favorite thing that you've seen him do as an artist?
2: Yeah, I think I can. Oh, it goes <laughs> back. It goes back always. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, it goes back always, but I am always so moved and wish we had it. Your um, performance in high school in, of My and Men,
1: dramatic, oh, dramatic oh, performance. I did not expect you to say that. That's uh, so fun. Yeah. What was your answer? It was fantastic. Oh, that's so fun.
0: Tell me that's about why, what you liked about it, and what you didn't expect her to. Why you didn't expect her to say that?
2: He was he was so good. He was just so good as a dramatic actor. It was surprising. I actually don't know that show, and I hate to admit
0: it. Admit I don't know
1: it. They didn't make you make you read it in high school.
0: They maybe I, I don't know. I was it's not, not no. in
1: Ohio. It's required reading for it, juniors. It I wasn't
2: think. for me, but um, it's a serious John Steinbeck, uh-huh. um, a, a very empathetic uh, cowboy, okay, with a mentally challenged friend, mm-hmm. okay, that he takes care of.
0: And you and were the cowboy. I was the cowboy. Cowboy. Got it. He was okay. the serious guy. And yeah. Jake Whitman,
1: who didn't get into the music theater programs, was the mental challenge vet. Oh,
2: wow. Oh, that's right. Uh, wow. All-star lineup. All-star
1: lineup there. <laughs> and, um, that's great. Yeah.
2: And if I, was... may, I I just remembered something else. Cedar Point. I'm sure Tim told oh. you that he acted at Cedar Point in the shows. I when mean, performed, not acted. Growing M- up? Musical. No, as a teenager.
1: In uh, college. college. A summer yeah. stock. Summerstock, like kind of yeah. Vibe. Summerstock, but like imagine the greatest Summerstock gig in the world.
0: Okay, Incredible. why?
1: So much money. Oh, compared to most Summerstock gigs, it's a theme park, so they have money. They have money, so we were making like real money, and uh, we would only do. Tw- we'd learn. You'd learn the show in the first. Two weeks that you were there, uh-huh. and then that was it. What kind of show was it? Like a review, twenty-five minute singing and dancing review show. What kind of review?
2: Like oh, okay, at that time, right, the, 50s, the one 60s, and
1: seventies. That or no, no, That's I'm so sorry, you're fun. right. That one was just all Motown. It was like it's mostly ah, sixties.
2: That's so fun. It was, it was g- really it
1: was a great, great. show.
2: It was great. Oh, it was so wow. fun. It was right down the street like, from us.
1: Yeah, and I had like a very small. I only had one small solo in it because I at that point was still learning how to sing. And th- that summer really helped me become, like, a really much better singer and That's much better dancer. dancer, yeah. Oh, yeah. With your high kick. But there were, I mean, <laughs> I would always a, add a high kick. Did you ever
2: see his high kick? I have <laughs> not Janet? seen oh, the high kick. That in a Meissen manual. Oh, okay. My high
1: kick a <laughs> But the girls in that show were, like, un- and the guy, the Ben Fankhauser, do you know who he is? Mm-mm. He was in the original cast of Newsies on Broadway. Oh, okay. He was Davey. He left our show to, like, go do spring awakening the equity tour and the girls were like had these unbelievable voices voices and they did river deep and um think by aretha franklin and they would like sing their asses off six times a day it was a great show and you're still friends with all of them yeah that was a wonderful summer
0: Okay, nice so fun. yeah, that must have been a really good show if that makes the cut the the top thing. It really was. It was what, really fun. What about, um, so Tim makes a lot of stuff for the internet. He tweets a lot. Oh my gosh, you have to follow him on Twitter. He's so funny. And
2: Instagram. Uh, my really, f- my and friends do. A lot of my friends
0: do. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite of his more recent work, especially like comedy hmm. related things?
1: You guys aren't really, think. yeah. I'm gonna let you off the hook a little yeah. for this one.
0: Don't share a lot of that stuff with them.
1: No, yeah. I t- we're I, you raised me to be a fairly modest. I I would think I'm. I try not to be as modest anymore. Since we're doing this career, I try to be very much like watch my things. Yeah, but yeah. with them, I, I don't make them really. Especially like a lot of it is you know drag race parody, or yeah, musical yeah, theater yeah. parody, yeah. Stuff that they, and, you know, your generation just isn't They're as, not the on audience. the internet as much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right, right. Right, right, right. The Drag Race parody that you showed us last year when we were in San Francisco and you showed us, I think you were in white. was really, really good.
1: Oh, um, uh, the Shangela one. Yeah. Uh Yeah.
0: What was, what? tell me about that one. Why was that so good? Um, I don't know that one. I don't watch Drag Race, so I know I need to. That's okay.
1: That's okay. <laughs> Uh, it was just a a big fight that they had on Drag Race that I've musicalized. Great. Yeah. But then I think I also showed you guys... The white the thing in all white I think you're thinking of is this video I made uh called We Don't Wanna Fuck You.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that, <laughs> that one. That video
1: did so poorly.
0: It did? It, it, I it shared did that so one. badly. Thank you for sharing it. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Yeah.
1: This is a video of gay guys singing about uh how mm. when straight guys are like, Oh d- don't don't hit on me. Like, yeah. We don't we we weren't.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys gotta check that out. It's so funny. Um do you have a least favorite of his work that you've seen?
1: That good question. Oh, good question.
2: That is that is a good question.
1: Careful. Well, I yeah, yeah. sensitive. I don't care. Say whatever you want. I don't
2: know. I don't know. She loves it all. I well, like, I avoid a lot of it. Like, my friends follow him on Instagram and stuff. I'm like, I don't really need to see all of it. Do you hear about it from your friends? Do they Only that they think it? it's funny. They don't tell me. They don't repeat it. Or
1: one time you said to me, I was talking about something. I I was trying to tell you about something I posted on Facebook, and you said, Ugh, "Are you one of those people that posts everything that you do?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, but like in a funny way." And you were like, "That is I, so funny." Can I interject with our uh, like a, a sappy story? I would love about that a Facebook post. Yeah, I would love that. A couple of years ago, my parents came to visit in New York, and we went out to dinner. And you were telling me about a lot of people that had just got engaged, who I like (laughs) knew in my periphery sort of. And then like other, other things like that of like people that I just like really didn't care about. And you were telling, you were like going into very specific detail. And I posted about that on Facebook and said, my mom is, you know, I basically made you the butt of the joke Mm. that I posted on Facebook. And this has never happened in our relationship. The next day we met for breakfast and you said, what you posted on Facebook really hurt my feelings. You made me sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> and it hit me so hard. Yeah. So hard. I was so upset. I was so mad at myself. And I just was like, I cannot believe that I did that to my mom. That is especially because we're, you and I are not confrontational people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it took a lot for you to say that to me. Mm. And it really, really made me feel just awful and i knew you were right and i think what was shitty about it is you know you're not boring so it was like you were basically being like this was like a falsehood that you're putting out about me in (laughs) the world and it just feels weird to me and i was like yeah you're you're right and i'm i'm sorry and i I took it down i felt really shitty and then we went to see waitress that night on broadway and um there's a part in waitress where the the musical where the Basically, the, the girl gets pregnant when mm-hmm. she wasn't expecting to. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to her pregnant belly. And she says something like, um, dear, she says, dear baby, uh, I hope someone loves you enough to hold on to you and never let go. And you, Mom, you just reached over and put your hand on my thigh. Oh. And then I put my head on your shoulder and you put your head on my hand. And then they started singing the song it was you matter to me yeah and it was just and we both were like sobbing (laughs) crying
2: oh
0: my gosh wow it's funny how sometimes those um hard times that you that you go through with somebody like when you when you resolve a conflict of any kind you can feel closer than than ever after that yeah you know it's so vulnerable to tell someone when they've upset you and Especially someone that you love so much that, like, you guys have such a great relationship to begin with. That would be
2: hard. We um, do. Conversely, Tim, you didn't feel bad about your um, voicemail greeting that you used to have. I think you were in high school. <laughs> what was that? What was it?
1: Oh, you don't remember? I don't it? remember. Oh. Oh, shit. This is, is her you- least favorite of your work. Oh, yeah. Here we is, go.
2: Here it is. <laughs> if this is... Anybody but my mom. Oh my God. <laughs> please leave your name and number. I'll be happy to get back to you at any time. But <laughs> ah. if you're my mom, don't start telling me all this stuff and giving me advice and talk, oh talking about other God. people and stuff. Are you to this to me and not oh, John? Oh, you you got in trouble from a boss. Somebody called you and got that voicemail and yelled at you for having that on there about me. I'm you took it down now. You know who it is.
1: Yes. <laughs> Whoa. I think Ruby Tuesday that is <laughs> so funny. I forgot you worked about at Ruby that. Tuesday,
2: too. You didn't feel bad about it at mm-hmm. all, you thought it was very funny. Wait, okay, wait, were
0: you already like known for leaving long voicemails mm-hmm.
1: before? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <Fairly. laughs> and not only that, they, her and my dad, every single time they call, uh-huh. they leave a voicemail. Oh, every as if well, we're not getting point, the notification the point Miss, is, no we're, but we're calling you to tell you something yeah but but then you don't
0: say you're, what you're telling in the voicemail you say like call me back
1: exactly yeah
0: so you listen for just, no reason not call
1: me back
2: <laughs> hi
1: this is my impression of you leaving a voicemail <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> you ready see that feels so bad at all <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: is it going hello hello timmy timmy oh i think it's a is a voicemail I think it's a voicemail. Hi, hi, Leslie, Leslie, (laughs) come in here, come in here. I'm just on the. Who am I talking to? (laughs) Timmy, Timmy, yes. Um, Leslie, hold on one second. I'm on the phone. Uh, Timmy, um, we're just about to sit down to dinner, and you told me to call you. Oh shoot. Oh shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Oh shit. Damn it, I can't believe I did that. Timmy! <laughs> it goes on like that. Oh
0: my god. Uh, four, and you just keep listening? So I,
1: I, well, I'm always like <laughs> I like, should listen what to What if the she end. says
0: the thing I'm We're waiting not, to hear?
1: I'm not exaggerating. A uh, voicemails that go on for like over a minute and forty-five seconds.
0: Wow. <laughs> What do you have to say,
2: Susan? I think I'm important enough to take a minute. Oh, you know seconds. what? <laughs> I think so too, girlfriend. Thank you.
1: Was that not accurate, though? No. <laughs> not. I hope you save them. Silly. That's so cute. I do save them.
2: Oh, I my
0: gosh. I have, wait, I have a question, though, about when you wrote the thing on Facebook and you were upset that it made you sound boring. Was. Did it surprise you, of of all things, that that would be the thing about it that would bother her? Yeah. What exactly did you
1: say? I'm. I'm I said th- I don't remember exactly, but I know I said three things. Uh, I said my mom is filling me in on all the like important stuff or something that happening, and then it was um, got it such people I've never heard of getting married. And then two other things that I don't remember,
0: but it made it sound like nothing goes on in your town yeah. that was no like worthwhile. I and think your the mom, was sh- that.
1: I think the really shitty thing that I did was not just in your town, but in your life i think that's the way that it sounded to you and that's why obviously you were upset like it was i totally understood when you said that i was like oh you're right i'm i fucked up
0: (laughs) right and whereas you think tim think that you're making like a relatable mom joke of just Mm -hmm. like all moms talk about like what's going on with like people's names that you like maybe don't remember all that so it felt innocent
1: i know she sees my facebook i knew she was gonna see it right
0: you didn't think twice about it no Mm -mm. yeah
1: yeah, And I will also say for you, mom, you are have always been very good and continue to be very good at making yourself the butt of the joke mm-hmm. in a way that is um, a peacekeeper. And uh, I have inherited a lot of that. I think it makes you like shows off your very great sense of humor Yeah, in that you have always allowed, especially in our immediate family between my brother and sister and my father and I. We make fun of you a lot, and you've mm-hmm. always been really good.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you've always been really good at uh, laughing at yourself and, and giving us permission to laugh with you and at you. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, so, all, you're good, though. You're all good about it. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest in my family, too. And it, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you don't make me feel bad when you make fun of me. You make fun and light. Yeah, you're all Growing all up good as good. a kid, you take it much more personally. Yeah. Sure, And you yeah. were mean.
0: You know what else? I think sometimes when I'm offended by something, it's usually because someone portrayed me in a way that was not accurate. Even like I'd rather it be accurate, but and like you know true, mm. um, and maybe like not nice than just like mis- a misrepresentation. And you are not a boring person, and so that probably I would imagine would be part of it too. Yeah, because you obviously you're the mayor of Sandusky, Ohio. So. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think
1: that's fair?
2: No, you don't think so? No, your dad says that too though.
1: <laughs> and you don't see where that comes from? Yeah 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 I was saying you know before, a lot of people you know a lot of people before the podcast started, I was saying we can't go to any restaurant in town without three or four tables hopping up and being like, "Susan coming over and wanting to talk to you you're a, you're a very likable person, you're an extreme extrovert, and you I think you you get energy from oh definitely. relationships, yeah mm. I definitely do mm-hmm. I need
2: it.
0: Susan, what is something that you admire about Tim?
2: Oh, <laughs> That's a nice question. Um, I admire his ability to just always be open to people and liking people and having yeah. so many friends and keeping up with them, keeping loyal and being smart and being true to yourself. That's so nice,
1: Mom. Thanks. You're yeah. are Thank you.
0: And very true. I admire that also about you, Tim. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Jenna.
0: <laughs> um what is something that that you guys share or connect about in a way that is like special and just and like
2: that's just you too? Being the youngest, I think we mm. we like to make jokes about that a lot. Mm-hmm. My husband is also the youngest in his family, so the three of us tell yeah. his brother and sister that they're just not nice. They're <laughs>
0: You guys have your own little they don't club. Need to
2: do yeah, we that. Do. yeah.
0: What yeah. is does being the youngest like uh, signify for you guys? So being the butt of the joke is something you've mentioned a lot, and and what being like.
2: Well, I can say one thing about it. it must mean something really deep to Tim because one of my things that I jotted down was that Tim did not want to see a picture or hear a story <laughs> about anything that happened in this world before he was born. Oh my god. If there's that there's, is there's like such five and a half power years. Move. Between yeah. Between <laughs> his closest sibling and him and then seven and a half years. So we have pictures around the house of the family of four, and then Tim comes along later and he'd like he'd be like he would go take it down. Oh just my take god. the picture down and hide
1: it. Like at a very young age, right?
2: Oh yeah, at a young age. Yeah. Like four or five. Yeah, like that that didn't happen. There was no life here before me. I remember being pissed. Like I would wow. see
1: pictures of John and Leslie <laughs> around like four or five and I would just be like, What? It, you were trying to erase me? I'm part of this family too. So it was a fear of like being left out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. I forgot about that. That's yeah, Very real.
0: That's very funny. That's so funny to me. Um, can you think, Susan, of a proudest moment In Tim's life, I mean, he's done so many amazing things personally and professionally. Is there a time that you remember being really, just feeling really proud as a mother of him?
2: Mm. Yes. (laughs) 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 Oh, good. (laughs) High school graduation speech. Oh, you gave a speech at graduation?
1: Oh, yeah, I did. He was the... Class president.
2: Class president. Were you really?
1: I was, yeah. And it
2: doesn't surprise me. About... I uh, your sophomore year, he said, I have to be class president because only the class president and the valedictorian get to give the graduation speeches, and that ship's already sailed. I'm not going to be the valedictorian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he was a class uh, president for uh, sophomore uh, year, junior year, senior year, and he gave the most awesome speech. Oh you, you can find gosh. that. Mom. You can find that. Really? Is it yeah. online?
1: It's on YouTube. I don't want to shave my dad. We love my dad, but, but. it is... <laughs> Uh, visually unwatchable. <laughs> it is the most... It is the just blurriest... Listen, just listen to just it. Just listen to it, yeah. I mean, it literally, you're like, what am I even looking at? It's shaking so, so much. It is wildly blurry. You can barely tell that they're human beings. But you can the, hear
0: it? You can, can hear, hear what
1: well. you, you can hear it very well. Yeah.
2: And you'll be amazed. Is it on your YouTube channel?
1: It's not on my YouTube channel, but if you type in Tim Murray Sandusky High School 2006 graduation speech, I um, predicted... <laughs> This was 2006. Yeah. I predicted that our next president would be a black man.
0: Wow! Mm-hmm.
1: And I also predicted that oh. right after that we'd have the first female president. Yeah. Oh. And I was so excited on election day two years ago to repost that video. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that you were all
0: ready to post it. I was so ready. Yeah. That's the real shame no, I'm kidding. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I was very
1: proud of that speech too. Thanks, mom. That's yeah, fine. it was yeah. awesome.
0: Oh, that is awesome. I love that you did that. Yeah. And that you like knew you had like such a clear goal of wanting to be on stage, being the one talking. And that's why you wanted to be the class president. Since
1: like even before sophomore you're like when my brother graduated from high school, when I was in eighth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade, uh, he, um, I remember his class president giving a speech and I was just like, I, I need to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. I loved writing so much and I loved like, uh, getting to encompass everything in it. In writing was, was, I just I knew I was like I have to have that,
0: and at such an important moment, yeah, 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 going on to the rest of your lives,
1: yeah. I wanted to be the one to like inspire and get to say that.
0: That I'm glad that you were because I can't imagine anyone in your class could have done it better. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Well, on that note, uh, the last thing that I want to ask is what your hopes and wishes are for Tim's future.
2: Oh, I hope that he continues to be a great success as a person that he is.
1: He really is. He is. Thanks. You guys are making me feel so nice. And I,
2: <laughs> I hope other people appreciate you and you hit it the way you want. Get what you want out of life.
1: Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Love you.
2: Love you, honey.
0: Oh, you guys love it. Thanks for having us on. This
1: was, this is really nice. Yeah, thanks,
0: yeah. You're welcome. This is special for me, too, to, to get to know both of you on a deeper level. Um, okay, so, Tim, is there anything you would like to plug for our listeners? I'm sure there is because you oh, have yeah. so much yeah. going on. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, please uh, like and subscribe and rate and review Slumber Party Podcast. You can find it on iTunes or wherever podcasts are uh, downloadable. And uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Which is the same handle as all my stuff. Instagram, Twitter at tmurray 6 Yeah. You guys are in for a treat.
0: Nice. Thank you guys so much for being here. This was so fun. Thanks Thank for having you, Jen. Great to meet you. Thank,
2: Thank you. you.
0: Thank you guys all so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe if you haven't already. You can also leave a comment if you feel so inclined. On Instagram, we are at meetmymompod for all kinds of mom content, and you can feel free to DM me there if there's a comedian you want me to interview, or if you have any questions about this episode or future episodes. Meet My Mom is recorded at the Upright Citizens Brigade in Los Angeles. Our sound engineer is Anoche McAdam. Logo photography is by Cedric Terrell. Album art is by Emily Macon. Our theme song is written and performed by the hilarious Jude Pearl all the way in Australia. Check her out. Special thanks to my husband, Derek Carley, for helping me with this entire thing. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Ms. Jenna Carley. That's M-S-J-E-N-N-A-C-A-R-L-E-Y. Thanks, guys. Until next time.